You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you a diehard comic book collector? Or maybe a lapsed fan? Maybe even someone who has never picked up a comic book in their life. Hi, I'm Remsa Martinez. And I'm Mark Clare. Every single Wednesday at the Second Print Comics Podcast, Remzo and I take a deep dive into the storylines, character arcs, moments, and events that made us the fans we are today. Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and wherever else podcasts are available. Check out more from the Second Print Comics podcast at secondprintcomics.com. Prepare yourself. You're on the run with Remzo W. Martinez. Brought to you by Popular Demand. It's another late night. Kicking back. Talking to you. What could get any better than this? Uh, last couple months, well, more like the last four or five months, I've been talking a lot about the things I do and do not miss about living in and around Washington, D.C. And I gotta say, there's one site that I'm kind of glad that I didn't learn about until after I left. It's called Overheard D.C., it's a Facebook page. I think they also have a Twitter account. I mainly follow the, uh, the Twitter account. It's a page that basically has these people. Remember People of New York where he used to be this photographer, like, learning about, like, strangers and finding, like, amazing people and, like, crazy real-world stories? Well, this is like that. Except the people of D.C. are, like, genuinely, like, not interesting and mostly terrible. So it's mainly just a group of people. I think it's, uh, I, th- I think it's user-submitted. Where you have people in and around Washington, D.C. who are sending in quotes they hear out and about, overheard amongst their everyday life. That, uh, that kind of give you a flavor of the city. Now, I was, I was talking to a, a friend of mine who for years always wanted to go and live and stay in D.C. and uh, he moved around a lot the last couple of years. He found himself out in Kentucky and he's been like, you know what, the more I go back to D.C. for work and stuff like that, and the more I can't realize, I'm sorry, the more I realize that I was stupid for ever wanting to live there. And uh, he realized that whenever he was there, he wasn't necessarily that happy and that seems to be a trend. And then what you get is you get the opposite. Um, I see people every day I know who have always wanted to go to D.C. and they finally get there. And then when they get there, they talk about how much they love it. And at the same time, they bitch about like little first world problems, like all the scooters on the sidewalk and stuff like that. Which, by the way, all the all the lime scooters and stuff like that, uh, they, they are genuinely terrible. But it's like, oh, why are all the bars packed? Or, oh, why does it take more than five minutes to get an Uber? Like stupid first world shit. So uh, about a month ago, I went on a Twitter rant, taking just a bunch of highlights from uh, Overheard DC, 
and I was just kind of giving my reaction. Apparently, a lot of you, a lot of you liked that. I'm sorry, it's overheard Washington D.C. I better change that before somebody uh, gets gets mad because I, I I forgot the name for a moment. But yeah, it's overheard Washington D.C. I went ahead and reacted to it. Uh, it brought some laughs, and I needed content, so I thought, you know what, I'm going to do. I'm going to go over uh, and doom scroll overheard Washington D.C. For a little bit, and we're just gonna give reactions, and I'll let you know up front as I was giving a quick peek. By the time this episode comes out, some of these things might be dated, some of the references might seem old, but really, everything is only from the last couple of months. So that should just remind you how fast time flies, and uh, how things that we really gave a shit about one minute really don't matter a week later, especially when when the media goes ahead and is telling us what to be outraged about. So I'm gonna go ahead and just scroll through these. I'll include the link to the Instagram page in the show notes. Oh, let me clear my nose so you don't hear that throughout. And let's get started. Okay. I'll read these verbatim and then just react to them afterwards. Drunk guy shouting at Capitol Police. Thank you for keeping us safe. Give those fucks hell tomorrow. Okay, obviously he's talking about that rally to support the uh, people who were arrested for the January 6th debacle. Uh, it's funny. And I can say that like 99.9% of the people who are quoted in this are liberal. So I can assume that this guy is liberal. And I think it's so funny because he just changed the context. What if it was a, a right-wing person yelling that cops getting ready for a BLM riot? Because that's what most of them were, riots. And uh, it just shows you how fast the defund the police crowd went to back the blue as soon as their temple of statism was attacked. Ah, how, how quick people change. How quick they change. Okay. Friend one. Oh, by the way, I should let you know one thing. I, I love Wisconsin. It's been great here. But the one thing I learned the other day uh, from a doctor was that apparently Wisconsin has the highest airborne mold count in the country. And uh, I am experiencing that. So if you hear the sniffles, I apologize. Okay, friend one. Let's go to the 8th Street Festival on Saturday, but we have to avoid the right-wing rally at the Capitol. Friend two. What time does the riot start? You see, this is the difference between liberals and conservatives. Uh, Conservatives fuck up one time, and they will never, ever uh, be allowed to live it down. Whereas you could literally burn down half the country and you could have a, a spree of uh, mass murder and destruction in your wake and it's still considered mostly peaceful. Uh, I don't find it as funny as some people do. Okay, next one. We have sent people to the moon, but we somehow can't figure out how to get the DC Metro to work properly. Yes, the DC Metro uh, held together, as one former engineer once told me, by duct tape, staples, and a prayer. Uh, what happens is the board, run by a whole bunch of people from Maryland, what they go ahead and do is they go ahead and take all your money, they spend it on a couple cosmetic updates, and then they go ahead and complain that they didn't have enough money, and then they go ahead and create a gift shop that, sell, that sells you metro-themed bullshit that you don't really need. And then they complain, because what the city and what the metro have figured out is that uh, they never actually intend on making it efficient, productive, safe, clean for people. All you have to do is just 
make sure you get the dead rats off the sidewalk sometimes and ensure that the stabbings don't often as don't happen often during rush hour. And as long as the trains show up mostly on time, uh, people will accept it because that's the level of idiocracy in which they've uh, gotten people to basically just accept as as the standard. So, yeah, we can send people to the moon, but uh, the DC Metro is working as it's intended to work, which is shitty. I know, because I used to go to West Farragut and Union Station and Courthouse all the time. I even took the Orange Line all the way from Vienna uh, to the end in Maryland. I forgot what the final stop there was. When I was in college to go see my fiance, who was then my girlfriend at the time, when I when uh, I couldn't afford to drive there. So, yeah, the, the Metro's always been this way. Let me see, let me see. Okay, girl to friend. So how's life in D.C., friend? It's rough out here. It's like the blind leading the blind. You see, in the midst of all the stupid sometimes, you get some little nuggets of wisdom like this. One, nobody in D.C. is actually from D.C. I've met very, very few people who are from D.C. I think one of the few people I know who's from D.C. is uh, is Dave Chappelle, of all people. That then, um, uh, that, uh, that Bernthal guy who played the Punisher on the Marvel Netflix show. Um, you know, uh, otherwise, it's just people there trying to make themselves look good, hoping to get a decent job where they don't have to work 24 hours a day. So then they can go around and make other people think that they're really important. I think uh, a friend of mine once put it justly, being a power player in D.C. is uh, being 24, making less than 40000 a year, living in a one-bedroom apartment with six other people in Alexandria, getting most of your food from mixers and networking events, telling people that uh, you have access to lots of politicians and celebrities. So yeah. It's the blind leading the blind. Or in General Milley's case, it's China leading the morons. But that's a that's a whole other thing. Okay. In line for a Kesha concert, person one, wow, I didn't know Kesha had this many fans. Person two, when the DC gay community shows up, they really show up. Yes. Yes, that is true. <laughs> okay. Couple on a first date. Woman, what do you do? Man, I'm a consultant. Woman, I'm new to D.C. What do consultants do? Man, I really don't know. Okay, there are three types of consultants in D.C. The consultants who actually can tell you what they do and, you know, like your, uh, like your Deloitte guys, your, your federal contractors types. Those guys will quickly say, uh, I, I work for this agency and I'm usually tasked to an agency or department and I help them cut costs and stuff like that. So those guys actually have a job. The second guys are the guys who are unemployed, but they can't tell you they're unemployed. So they just tell you they're consulting or freelancing or they're working with a few clients, but it's always very vague and they try to leave the topic. The third are your political consultants who nine times out of 10 are also unemployed. It's just that they work exclusively on campaigns and their campaigns are purely based on uh, who is running and what cycle. Most of the time I want to say they're from Virginia. And if you're talking to them, most likely it's not because they genuinely want to talk to you. It's because they're trying to see whether or not you could hire them for something else. So nine times out of ten, DC consultants are actually just unemployed. 
Okay. Woman one, how was the date? How old is he? Woman two, he's 30, but you know, a Clarendon 30. Okay, the people of Clarendon, I don't know what goes on over there, but it's like a Bermuda Triangle. You could, okay, equate it to a person you know who is, let's say, 30 years old. No, let's say 35 for this example. 35. 35, you know, not too old, still kind of young. Compare that to Brian Stelter. Brian Stelter from CNN is a Clarendon 30. Or 35, if we're being really technical about it. Yeah, that's what happens there. It's just that, uh, you know, some type of weird rapid aging voodoo. I can't explain it. It's fucking weird. Okay. Uh, somebody screenshotted a tweet from Robbie Gramer. He's a blue check mark. I have no clue who the fuck he is. Okay. After 50 long weeks of waiting, it's finally time to enjoy the annual two weeks of good weather in D.C. Yep. If you are enjoying it in the last week of July and early week of August, uh, early weeks of August, it was uh, pretty good. D.C. is mostly either extremely rainy or extremely humid. You know, they call it the swamp, but people really forget it is built on a swamp. Oh, I hated the most was when I was working in D.C. and I had to wear a suit. And to wear a suit in the month of May, oh my god. I'm pretty sure I blacked out on the silver line one time because I was just like, I, I, it was bad. In fact, you know, the, the metro stations, like, they, they get so humid. It's worse than being in a cave. Just uh, just not fun. I, I will not miss that, especially with the mosquitoes. That made it, that made it worse. Okay. Uh, next one. I just want a masculine guy that will throw me around, but also cares about human rights. <sighs> you see, she's just so picky because guys, guys, you know, I like to think that, you know, this is obviously a, a liberal, but like, you know, Republicans and libertarians care about human rights. We just don't believe in forcing other people to guarantee things that you think are rights, like health care and other bullshit. Take care of yourself, lady. You see, I, I'm a feminist, people. Pe people might not think this about me, but I'm a feminist. I think one day we'll actually have a real female president, not like Kamala. We'll have a real <coughs> we'll have a real female president because I believe that women can fuck up the world just as much as men can. So you know, get off your high horse, ladies. Equality. Let's go down. Let's go down. Person one, I'm in a perpetual state of exhaustion. Person two, DC doesn't have statehood yet. You're in a perpetual territory of exhaustion. Yeah, I hope you people never become a state. The whole D.C. statehood thing, it's illogical, it's unconstitutional. It makes no sense, and it's not even its not even advocating for taxation with representation. They do technically have representation, despite the fact that they keep saying they don't. It's a, it's a money laundering scheme for uh, Mayor Bowser and her friends to go ahead and basically take more money from the district and to basically fund it towards all their fucking projects and little propaganda campaigns. Uh, you know, in, in the offset, she just becomes even richer than she's already been able to make herself. Uh, in the best result, she becomes Governor Bowser, which, uh, which, is, which is still horrifying. Either way, D.C. statehood, not funny, not, not, not sensical, if that's a word. We'll, we'll go with it. 
Okay. Next one, next one. Person one. And I'm not crossing the Potomac River today. Person two. Damn it. I knew I shouldn't have said the address. Yeah, I don't know what, what's with people because they think that crossing into Virginia is like this giant big deal. But most of the time, if you want to go to like a really good bar or restaurant, you've got to go to Crystal City or something. But, you know, I, I will say that getting an Uber, uh, you, you get surcharged a lot when you're going from D.C. into Virginia or vice versa. So maybe that has something to do with that. I could, I could sympathize. Okay, guy on the phone. We just got 200 Afghans on a plane out of the country. The ones who've been working to get out of there for days now. I just want to cry now. Wow. Well, that's that's sad. If you had nothing to say about that, that's a, that's a serious one. Okay. Listening to the news, and they just described D.C.'s weather as soupy. That's all I needed to hear to not go outside today. Yeah, yeah, I could get it. I remember one time I was walking to a Shake Shack from the Hall of States, which is across the street from Union Station, to Shake Shack, which is in Union Station, to go ahead and pick up an order for uh, myself and all the other interns. And it was probably not even like, you know, 50 feet away uh, across the street. And I just remember by the time I walked in and walked back out, my long sleeve shirt and, uh, brown khaki pants were just like drenched. And it looks like I had just like jumped in the pool with it. That is uh that is that soupy weather. Cause it was easily like a hundred degrees, hundred percent humidity. But you know, in DC, cause you're a guy, you've got to wear long sleeve clothes. Women can wear like, you know, short flowy things. It's basically like they're wearing like sheets, but like you know, they 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 complain when you want to turn up the uh, the air conditioning. So, you know, if you're a guy in DC, I, I really do feel bad for you. I also feel bad for women in DC that have to wear heels. Like I, I've seen, I've seen women burn like twice the calories because they're trying to walk uphill or something in heels, or they're trying to get somewhere really fast in heels. Yeah, it's. I I, I feel like it goes both ways, but man, it really sucks for men there. Okay. Next one. Guy notices parking ticket on his car. He replies, again? Fuck. The D.C. Parking Enforcement Department has the best run agency in the country. Yes, I completely agree. Uh, they use that uh, Park Mobile app thing. I remember that. And, uh, you know, it's pretty useful because it's around the country. But, like, if you don't go and immediately pay for it, I've been ticketed within, you know, not not uh, registering my car within like 10 minutes of going to a parking space and they will tow you like it is uh, nobody's business. Uh, DC parking enforcement, uh, DC traffic police, like they will, like they're the only ones that actually do any type of real like law enforcement because it's all just a, 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 mon a monetary scheme for the entire district. Like what they used to do when I was working at the Washington Times along the highway was they, was they would uh, end construction on the road, but what they would do is they would keep the traffic cameras up m for m weeks to months after the construction was over. So that way, as they got you with their cameras, uh, they could say that you were speeding excessively in the construction zone. So they were generating like millions and millions of dollars. And Fox 5 DC actually did a report, uh, investigative report about it. And what they saw was that the city just basically admitted to uh, to scamming people 
except nobody had the time or money or resources to want to go up against the mayor and the judges and everything else. So they were basically just like bullied and intimidated to the point where enough people threatened to go around smashing those cameras that one day they just randomly disappeared. So shout out to Fox 5 DC. Ah, next one. Hill Staffer 1. We don't get paid enough to constantly have to deal with these active shooter and bomb threats. Hill Staffer 2. I think we should get hazard pay for just having to be around Ted Cruz and Matt Gates. Okay, obviously another liberal. But like this whole thing about like active shooter and bomb threats, like they act and I'm not saying that, you know, it's not a serious thing. Nobody should be threatened ever, but it's like they act like this shit is happening all the time. What they're referring to is what happened in mid-August. I actually flew into D.C. that day to go to AwesomeCon with my brother and my father, and that was when you had some guy uh, go out and do it. Uh, he, he was basically threatening to do it, and, like, Capitol Hill police caught him. But, like, notice how, like, no one ever talked about it again. I'm, I'm not saying it's a false flag. I'm just saying it was a really weird situation. So, like, you know, this whole, oh, the, woe is me. It's like, oh, shut up. Just really shut up. I got more school shooter threats than you'll ever get bomb threats working on the hill. So shut the fuck up. Okay. Woman to friends. I'm feeling left out as the only person in D.C. who didn't become an expert on Afghanistan. Well, lady, thank you for your honesty. You just became officially the most honest person in D.C. Because none of those other people are fucking experts either. Okay. 20-something woman on the phone irritated. Mom, it's called Hinge, and can I at least go on a second date before we go and try and change this political party? Okay, that's actually kind of funny. I will, uh, I will give credit where credit's due. Okay. Woman to friend. Every woman who lives and work, works in D.C. is a bad bitch, okay? You see, I, I'm afraid to even insinuate what I, what I think that means. Like, is bad bitch a good thing now? Is bad bitch a bad thing? Like, is every woman in D.C. who works there a bad bitch? Like, what constitutes a bad bitch? I mean, words words are basically meaningless meaningless now. So, like, I'm, I'm not even going to pontificate on what bad bitch means in that context. I'm just, no. Not happening. Not happening. Okay. Next one. Guy. It's beyond absurd for countries to require the COVID vaccine for travel. Europe's not going to be getting any of our American dollars. Woman. Dude, have you only been to, like, Mexico? <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's actually funny. I, I, I like that one. Okay. Woman looking at parking signs, trying to determine if she can park. Oh, my gosh. This is like calculus. Yeah, I don't get it. But, like, there are areas along the road where you can park in certain spots where they go ahead and basically taper off how you can park and when you can park and when they when they moved to park mobile throughout the city it got a lot easier but a lot of the, a lot of the things like don't don't make any sense like the coin meters in some cases they work in some cases they don't in some areas they just haven't painted the handicap spots so a lot of people were getting in trouble because they were parking in handicap spots but I mean, you could barely see the little, like, uh, you know, blue blue square there with the little handy person. So, like, people were getting in trouble. But it's like no no normal person would look at that and unless they really, really looked at, like, the faded 
blue paint, they'd, they'd be able to figure it out. So, yeah, like, depending on where you go, it, it can be really fucking complicated to see whether or not you can park. Even if you see a spot that makes perfect sense, usually there's something, uh, there, there's something pretty stupid going on. Okay. DC is filled with too many women who are looking for serious relationships, but they're also too busy for a serious relationship. Yeah, I think it's because they want, like, kept husbands. It's like they want to jump to the end without actually having to go through the relationship part. I'd say the same thing for men. I, th I think women in D.C. Are, are looking for immediate husbands, and men in D.C. are looking for immediate hookups. And because of that, nobody gets any of what they want, because nobody actually wants to have genuine relationships with each other. Uh, the most unhappy people in my life were, were single people in D.C. It's absolutely horrendous. Okay. Guy to friend. Uh, rounded the corner on my walk of shame out of Station House this morning and suddenly found myself face to face of Amy Klobuchar. The look of motherly disappointment was searing. Yeah, Amy Klobuchar used to be called Rage and Amy and a couple other things uh, because she's she was incredibly abusive. I remember in 2015, uh, that was when the, staple, the stapler incident happened in which, uh, I don't know if it was an intern or staffer, delivered to her some not-so-awesome news, so she threw a stapler at him. And then the I think the summer after that was the great uh, comb situation where she, she wanted to go ahead and humiliate a staffer who brought her a salad but forgot to get a fork. So what she did was she made everyone stand around her to basically like shame him, but what she ended up doing was making herself look stupid. Because what she ended up doing was she got a comb, I guess, and she used the comb as a fork to eat her salad, and she forced everyone to watch her eat a comb with her salad. So, yeah, like, if you ever walk into Amy Klobuchar, and I've run into her, I, I ran into that woman who was in charge of the DNC, too. She was the congresswoman from Florida with the ramen noodle hair. I ran into her, and that lady looked scary as fuck, too. I forgot her name. She was, uh, she was head of the DNC. Uh, went on to be part of Hillary's campaign in 2016. Ramen noodle hair, Florida Congress lady. That's 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 the only description I care enough to find right now. I'm not gonna Google it. Anyway, that bitch looks scary too. I'd rather uh, run into the uh, spirit of La Llorona from the Conjuring films than ever run into that lady and uh, Amy Klobuchar. It would be horrifying. And I get locked in haunted buildings uh, on TV, so trust me, I know what scary is. Okay. She, uh, next one, she referred to the DMV area as Delaware, Maryland, Virginia. My soul exited my body. You see, that's, oh, that's one of those really funny things because, like, DMV, Beltway, and Nova, like, those are very, like, you know, in and around D.C. terms. D.C. is obviously D.C., Maryland, Virginia. Beltway refers to, any, to all, all the major counties including D.C., I'm sorry, all the major counties, you know, circling D.C., including D.C., and then Nova is uh, Fairfax, Prince William, and Arlington County. That's basically the, the People's Republic. That's where all the Stalinist uh, policies that affect the rest of the Commonwealth of Virginia come through to fuck up the rest of the state. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's funny when, when I would say, you know, I'm from the DMV area or I'm from Nova or something, if you're not talking to somebody who knows what that is, people will look at you like, what the fuck are you talking about? Is that like another country? Funny stuff. Uh, do, do, do. Woman passing a group of peoples with national hats. 
Why is everyone here obsessed with Walgreens? <laughs> you know, I was talking to my boss about it at work. Nobody who's lived in D.C. for more than like uh, five, ten years is like really a Nationals fan or a Redskins fan. I know they're the Washington football team now, but fuck it. They'll be the Redskins again one day. It used to be before the Nationals and the Redskins. Well, yeah, I mean, before the Redskins do. If you were in D.C. or Virginia, your teams were the the Orioles or the Ravens. And then when the Redskins came around, that changed things. And then when the Nationals came around, that became a new thing for new people to D.C. to adopt. So you can tell, like, if somebody is, like, really a hardcore Nationals fan – they're just they, – they've moved to D.C. and they think that's what you have to be. Therefore, they're going to adopt that team with all their heart out. Yeah, they went to a championship a few years ago, but nobody really likes them. Nobody even really likes their park. I know more people in D.C. who say they're like a Nationals fan but have never seen a Nationals game, but they've gone to see the congressional baseball game every year. So uh, I will never be a Nationals fan. I'll never be a Redskins fan. It will always be the Orioles and the Ravens for me because I'm a real American. Fuck yeah. Okay, next one. Guy shouting out from his car window. Yo, Maryland driver. Yes, you. Don't be coming to D.C. when you can't drive. You see, that's the thing, though. Like, D.C. drivers think that Maryland drivers are the worst, and Maryland drivers think that D.C. drivers are the worst. But having learned to drive and growing up in Virginia, D.C. drivers and Maryland drivers are almost indistinguishable. They're actually probably, yeah, I'd say they're not as bad as Wisconsin. Wisconsin drivers are pretty pretty horrible around Milwaukee. But yeah, the DC drivers and the Maryland drivers talk shit all you want about each other, but you're you're the same. I mean, if anything, DC is just southern Maryland anyway. Do, 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 do. Well, guys, I think I'm going to actually stop it here tonight. This was a quick episode, easy episode, but uh, you know, it it really kind of puts things in perspective for me. And the one thing that I've been enjoying talking about on Twitter has just been kind of like the comparisons and stuff like that. Uh, between Wisconsin and the DMV Beltway Nova, all that shit. Uh, I, you know, I miss the area just because I miss my friends, I miss my family, my my cats, my dog. I miss the familiarity. But I've been to DC. I've been back home twice since I moved here to Wisconsin, and honestly, each time I'm down there, I just want to come back. It's uh, it's not a happy place, and it used to be really cool. There used to be a lot to do, but honestly, since the pandemic and the lockdowns and everything, um, you know, the liberals have just sucked out all the fun from it. And I've said this everywhere I've gone. It's like it's completely unrecognizable. So if you're not in D.C. and you think, oh, one day I'm gonna, you know, really hit my stride and end up in D.C. one day, like literally, go do something else. Like pet a dog, smoke a joint, go see a movie, play some golf, go on a walk, take a nap. Like, literally do anything, because there's nothing to be gained out of D.C. other than disappointment and depression and sometimes, uh, you know, functional alcoholism. So, take it from me. Sometimes it's better just to move on and laugh at the people who are making bad decisions. As always, thanks again. We'll be back Monday with a full episode. I'm Reps W. Martinez. You know this. How would you not know this? We're back every Monday and Thursday. Take care, folks. Be safe. Be good. Good night.